And it apparently delivered because everybody in that theater was fucking loving it. No, I think I bet they were laughing the whole time, and then they walked out of there and they're like, "Well, I couldn't help but notice in the fourteenth level of Mario Kart, <laughs> Mario's not even in that level because Peach has taken over the toad for Diddy Kong Racing." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. Get out of here. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Are we allowed to do Aziz Ansari references anymore? Yeah, I think so. I I think that he is maybe one of the exceptions to like that whole movement. Just because I kind of had an issue with there was, when you there read was the far details. More gray area. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. So go on with your reference. Well, that might I, be problematic. Yeah. Well, now I'm worried. Um, <laughs> no, I think you're fine. All right, baby. I'm sorry for how I acted. But if you give me another chance, I could be the boo of your dreams, girl. So when you're sleeping and you're dreaming of a boo, I want that boo to be me. I want me to be that boo. So will you date me, date me, date me? Remember that? Uh, from Parks and Rec? Parks and Recreation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. I, really... wish, I wish that I said no a little bit now. Yeah. That you weren't allowed to do that, but... I was doing an impression of Aziz Ansari doing right. an impression. And I'll give it to you. It was pretty good. Yeah. So Why are you sorry? I'm sorry. I'm very technically sorry because someone people people had reactions, let's just say. There were reactions to the Hall and Oates jukebox uh, we could say debate. I would call it a debacle on your part. You ought to feel like shit. I don't feel like shit. I, but, I still I'm still holding my ground. But, but people, people did have reactions to it. People, I, and I'm not gonna say it's it's not a it's not a contest. It doesn't matter where people fell. But one of the reactions that we did get was uh, that I was being rude to you, mm. and that's not true. I was. I, I guess in hindsight, I didn't go back and listen to it. Um, but I I gave you a talking to, and I'm yeah. Sorry you were for being that. snobby more than you were being rude. But I, I don't uh, we're, not gonna get, we're not gonna get it. We're not gonna we're not going to get back into it. One but, of my friends was gave me the old, just because it's popular doesn't mean it's bad. I'm like, listen, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. <laughs> what I, w- I was arguing for more popular Hall & Oates songs. I yes. was saying, why wouldn't you play Rich Girl? She's gone. Anyway. I don't think you were arguing for, arguing for more popular Hall & Oates songs. You were arguing for better Hall & Oates yes, songs. Yes, I was arguing for... Uh, I was just arguing for less... Less, uh, for, for not a novelty song. Yes, okay. The comparison I made on Twitter this week was Uptown Girl, yeah. which is actually a pretty good comparison. I fucking love Upt- Uptown Girl. Uptown Girl's great. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I will say, uh, big final feather in your cap was we saw Ready Player One this week. Mm, and That's I, a feather in the life cap because it, that, what a, I liked that movie. I, I thought that movie was like way over the top and then it, it closed out with uh, Hall yes. Notes, You Make My Dreams. And I was Open like, oh, credits. no. Like, produced by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> it was so fucking like, it was such a like, oh, I really didn't need that this week. And knowing that uh, I had kind of... Like, dad had kind of yelled at son. I was, I didn't react when they showed up. I just kind of breathed and look ahead and like you tapped me on the shoulder and you were like, oh, fuck. I wasn't going to say anything. It was like, it was sort of like a a father-son thing where the father's like, hey, 
you can ride your bike just as long as you wear a helmet. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine without a helmet. And then I come back and my head split open. And right, you come back, come back, got yourself killed. Yeah. And really? It, and then dad's like, so what's dad going to say there? Don't want to say I told you so, but yeah. your head's bleeding. And what a shitty, would that be the wake or the funeral that <laughs> you do that? Um yeah, we had a big planned uh, shout out to Jeff. Jeff planned a great uh, little trip for us. Jeff Israel. We Jeff have Israel. Mention yeah. that now. We have two friends of the podcast. Because we're going to be talking about Jeff Lowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jeff said, hey, how about the fellas, Jeff, Deej, Pete, RL, lowercase RL, Ryan Lambert? Was that Jeff who planned it initially or was it Ryan? I thought Ryan was like way an unready player one. If it was Ryan, like I feel way better about this. I think that it was because I think long story short, we left Jeff out and did it without <laughs> yes. Jeff. I thought that he that it was his idea, and then we were like, "Yeah, let's do it." Move some stuff around and make it so we all go without Jeff. But Jeff was like, "All right, put it on the calendar, March 29th. We're all seeing it. Can you guys go?" Yes, yes, yes. Everybody said yes. Okay, we can go. Some, uh, hey, you guys sure you can go? <laughs> Got it, buddy. Hey, DJ specifically, talking to you, pal. Why don't you triples check your schedule? Can you go? Sure can, pal. And then... Uh, you couldn't go. And then the day before, so March 28th, we were, I was like, oh, guys, I forgot. I'm working nights all every night this week. I can't go. And uh, everyone was like, DJ. And then Ryan pointed out, Hey, and it's crazy that we got it wrong. Normally, the movies come out on Fridays, but this one came out on a Thursday, so we could see it Wednesday night, theoretically. And I said, I've got a short show tonight, so I can go at like 10.15 if you guys are down. Immediately, you and Ryan both said, yep, that's what we're doing, and then Jeff couldn't. <laughs> and Jeff did the thing where he was like, he was making all these jokes about being like, hey, I'm, the, hey, I'm being left out. Yeah. This is really mean. And he'd be like... No, nah, I'm just kidding. But you could you could tell that he was he was pretty upset. He left the conversation. <laughs> yeah, he really did. He left the group chat and then uh, started a new one and was like, "Hey, no, hey, I was kidding. totally just kidding." Yeah, we Without ended Jeff. up having we ended up having a, a great time because we did the uh, pre movie uh, the pre movie f- uh, border cafe stop, which oh, yeah. is I I was I I had that thing and I tweeted about it on Tuesday when you have a very heavy kind of drinking weekend Mm -hmm. and then you just go on monday acting normal so get up have breakfast have lunch have dinner do work uh, go to bed on tuesday (laughs) you you wake up like you're in the midst of the of just an incredible diet and you feel really proud of yourself and you're like you just didn't fucking drink one day but i was very excited because i made it through tuesday as well (laughs) if i made it through i just didn't i didn't Didn't fucking have plans (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a full week. And then Wednesday, the movie happened, and we went to Border Cafe. I was supremely back on my bullshit, Mm -hmm. uh, right into Lone Stars, right into Chips. Uh, You guys came, and you were like, yo, we doing a fiesta or what? And I said, yeah, fellas, we're doing a fiesta. So you, me, RL, uh, ate a bunch of food, and as I was finishing up work, my guy Tommy Giles from uh, NBC Sports Boston, who is you got to know him a little bit last sure weekend. Did. Just a prince. I absolutely love He's that great. guy. He was like, "Hey, uh, so you going home?" And I was like, "No, I'm going to a movie that you've got no interest in seeing." <laughs> but come to Border Cafe, 
grab a uh, grab a little Lone Star before, and there, he did. So it was like a fun little group. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was like a. I've never walked into a situation and been like. That guy is definitely not doing what we're doing later. Yeah. He's just here for the pregame. Yeah. And that was that was definitely a Tom Giles situation because there was absolutely no way that he was going to see Ready Player One. Right. It was Well, I got him on good timing because the Celtics were going to start in okay. probably five, ten minutes. And he wasn't going to be able to make it home in time. So I knew that I, was a, I could do – because I, I sold it as we're going to go watch some basketball. And uh, then after we're going to head out, catch a movie. But – yeah, let's go watch basketball. The first when half. in reality it was, we're going to go see a movie that has received mixed reviews, and we're going to eat a bunch of chips beforehand. Uh, the waitress at Border Cafe did a cool little thing where uh, she made it Talked about her. Talked to us a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where she was just like, hey, I see you guys are having a conversation. You all came to, to conversate at the bar. Mm-hmm. Let me be a part of this and bring nothing to the table. A lot of that going on, and uh, I don't blame her because she didn't know the people who were involved. Uh, I was there, so we already had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we were all, full, all set. <laughs> all full on the, if there's any lull, this person's not going to let it breathe. Masked out, yes. <laughs> yeah. We were totally fine. We... Really, that actually was as well-rounded a group as you could have because you had the uh, – this, this, I'm not saying this to compliment myself. I'm saying this in a very demeaning way. You had a, uh, a party starter mm-hmm. in me. You had a – I've got thoughts on this in RL. Yeah. You've got a uh, – I'm going to know where I can – where I'm going to find where I can expose people in you. <laughs> and you got the fun-loving guy in Tom. That's actually, we should go around and do stuff together, the four of us. That's like a crew. Yeah. Like if you saw, if you saw like that group walking into like a bar or down the street, you'd be like, what's that group about? Yeah. <laughs> because what, if you haven't met Tom before or seen Tom, Tom is an, I find Tom, let oh, me say. let's, uh, we're, All right. we're getting into handsomeness Tom talk. Tom <laughs> is so handsome that he's not handsome. Tom is so – because there is literally nothing wrong with him. There is not a uh, polarizing thing about Tom where, hey, what do you think – and that, that's not to suggest he's like bland or anything. Just how's but, his hair? Perfect. How's his face? Perfect. Ah, he doesn't stay in good shape. He stays in amazing shape. It's Well, it's like one thing – And he's got pipes. Yeah, it's true. But it's like if somebody were like, what does Tom look like? You'd be like, handsome. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> Just thoroughly You handsome. couldn't really like pick out, out like what it was that made him really good looking. Yeah. It's just it's Tom. Yeah. It's funny because uh my uh my gal pals they swoon over Tom and it's cuz he's tall and handsome. And maybe it's cuz I do so much stuff with Tom that there's another guy at my work named Phil, also very handsome. Phil's so he's like my real work crush. In okay. fact, um, the 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 kind of the sexual harassment bar at my work <laughs> is set by DJ hasn't gotten fired for the way he talks to Phil, so that's not a th- funny thing to joke about. But seriously, like I do, I saw Phil. Phil was <laughs> not doing a funny a, thing to joke about, but for Phil real. was doing a, a podcast in a room the other day, and I just I could see him in the room doing it, so I busted out my phone. <laughs> and, uh, that could have went differently. And opened up the uh, right busted, <laughs> and I uh, opened up uh, an Instagram story. And I gave it one of the ring, ding, gong, ding, gong, ding. but <laughs> yes. it didn't. My phone doesn't work when it does that. 
Really? Yeah, it stinks. I can't do any of the super zoom thing. It doesn't mm. do any voices. That's the best or, part of Instagram. Any stories. sounds? Yeah, like you'll a lot of people with dogs. They'll do the. Uh, <laughs> do you actually do that? Like the manual sounds when you? I should have. I but, yeah, you but should start doing. But that. the uh, the the bum is in. A, it's a higher key than what I just did, and I'd be kind of pushing it falsetto wise. So it doesn't sound very good. So. Um, I think people would get it. Yeah, maybe I can. Maybe I'll uh, I'll record on my phone that sound, and then do a voiceover playing that sound, and then I'll be able to do it. But then it, it doesn't do the purple zoomy thing. Yeah, but you can just you can like do your own manual purple circle. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of great. Uh, so, what did you think of Ready Player One? I. <laughs> So it was an experience. <laughs> it's a good way to start. Because we were that. seeing it with people who wanted to see Ready Player One. Uh, we so, went as like not as a joke, but as like no. Uh, it was this it was, is going to be bad. It was a theater full of people who wanted to see Ready Player One. Then a then one person, let's call him Ryan Lambert, who <laughs> wanted to make fun of Ready Player One. I don't know what you were about, but I was there to support a friend. I was like, I am see Lena could be in anything, and I am seeing it the second it comes out. And I saw that it had. I saw that nerds were like, oh, well, according to my calculations, I think you're forgetting. The, well, well, when Link is in Zelda and he makes it to Blorgon 9, you, I think you're forgetting some of the important details. And really, the truth lies in the details if you're into it. Anyway, I'm pushing my, my imaginary glasses up a lot as I say this. So I was like, the people who are shitting on this sound nerds. lame as fuck. Right, like, I hate those people. I don't hate those people. They... they if people hate them, I don't blame them. Um, <laughs> and then uh, everybody else, like the things that I follow on Twitter, like I haven't seen Complex's uh, Ready Player One review. So I really go in, the, like I'm assuming they don't have one. So I went in with a completely blank slate. I knew this. I wasn't going to fucking get it. <laughs> but I got it. I got the whole movie. I understood. I, the movie never lost me. So I actually was. It didn't. It wasn't as reference heavy as I thought. Like there were a lot it had of a references, lot of them, but it wasn't. Uh, it was, the, wasn't the movie dependent wasn't dependent on it. Yeah. yeah, totally. But uh, so they were there for like they were there for cool Easter eggs, right? Like my, what the whole fucking movie's about Easter eggs. My takeaway was it was for me in my experience somewhere a mix between Lord of the Rings, Avatar, and Ender's Game. I hated. Lord of the Rings and Avatar. Ender's Game, I was like, yeah, cool. I can do this. This isn't my cup of tea, but I can do it. And that was the feeling that I had with Ready Player One, and I liked it better than all three of those. Okay. Uh, I will give myself a feather in the cap here. Uh, I I guessed who Lena's character was way before you did. Yes, you did. But, well, it's well, unfair like, because you, you, the second you pointed it out to me, you should have waited. Why? Because you gave it away to me. Yeah, but it, I, a point, it was a, basically to say, hey, I know who she is before you do. There's a part like 10 minutes into the movie where it becomes very clear. She says, you have a cyber crush on so-and-so. And the way she says it is just like the most Lena thing in the world. You're like, man, I bet Lena wrote that line. It yeah. just sounds like Lena, the cadence, everything. Yeah. You're like, man. That's how I picked it up. If I, No, no, no. It was before then. Oh, that, really? That was, so when she said, you have a cyber crush, we turned, because you were like, I think that that character is Lena. And I listened for a second, and I was like, yeah. I no, you said I, no. You're like, no. You're like, no, I know. I was like, 
I think it can. Maybe like I listened and I was like, I think it can be. And then a few minutes later, she did the cyber crush thing, and we both turned to each other. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's got to be Lena. Uh, Um, And uh, but the big thing for me was more the experience because there were a lot of references in it, and to the point where not all of them were totally clear. Like there were references where something would happen, and you'd be like. That was a reference to something. I didn't get it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but there were some other things. They were that it was just like maybe a little subtle reference, and the references were met the same way every time by the rest of the theater, and that was hilarious laughter. laughter. So they would be, so they'd be talking, and it'd be like, "Hey, aren't you gonna get this? Oh, well, well, well they does uh, Zinthon, <laughs> and everybody would laugh. <laughs> so you and I would just laugh because we wanted to play. And uh, <laughs> but but then my, my trick like was... they'd be like running, to, they'd be like walking down a hallway, and at some point in the middle of the walk down the hallway, just suddenly everyone at the same time, <laughs> you're like, "What the fuck was that?" No, it was uh, it was there was like a shining part, the shining. Oh, that whole thing. Movie. I don't know what The Shining is. I've never I've seen never The seen Shining. That. Yeah. But, like, people went fucking nuts for The yeah. Shining part. And that was the hallway part. Yeah. Where they were just like, ha 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 ha. Like, halfway through the movie, I picked on that this wasn't going to stop. That this was just going to be the trend for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So I started laughing, like, You let out a four big laugh <laughs> by yourself that nobody else laughed at. And it was great. <laughs> it was just something that were like, hey. I'm not gonna leave you behind. <laughs> but like, it was like a like a big ha that's like immediately you drew back. You're like, oh, I thought I guessed it right. Sorry. <laughs> I also did the thing where I just like started laughing three or four seconds after everybody else. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that. they were like, uh, so they clearly knew that I was kind of mocking them. Oh yeah, I was doing mock laughs. I was doing uh, also every now and then I'd mix in. This is kind of. Kind of obvious these days, I guess, but I was doing some Tommy Wise hosts where they'd all be laughing. <laughs> what a story, Mark. Uh, Ryan Lambert did not do a lot of laughing. He did a lot of, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was nobody who's made a quicker judgment on a movie than Ryan Lambert. And the first five minutes of that movie was just like, oh, no. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know. I maybe it's just because I don't understand enough of it. I was like, it seemed harmless. Didn't seem like it was hurting anybody. It was, it was, uh, it was super cheesy, really campy. Um, but I'll give it credit. It knew its audience, yeah, and it played to them, and it apparently delivered because everybody in that theater was fucking loving it. No, I think I bet they were laughing the whole time, and then they walked out of there and they're like, oh, I couldn't help but notice. In the 14th level of Mario Kart, <laughs> Mario's not even in that level because Peach has taken over the toad for Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. Get out of here. We should have just gotten popcorn and just like thrown it at people throughout the movie. Like, yeah. like dead silence, nothing is happening, and they're like, Hey, let's go to the thing. Uh, shut the fuck up, you fucking nerd. We should, we should just go to a screening this weekend and wait at the doors. And then when the movie lets out, we got to give a wedgie to everybody that comes out of the theater as they leave. Yes. Um, yeah. I, so I uh, I thought that it was funny just because like it went so hard on... Like, we know that everybody watching this is a gamer geek. We're going to give you things nope, that you love. Not, not everybody watching Yeah, it. but like, but you yeah. missed out on probably like a bunch of references that they spoon-fed to right. fucking gamers. And 
Uh, Ryan Lambert p- pointed it out after the movie, and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, like, the big uh, obstacle to overcome for one of the characters in this movie, which is, like, basically, like, the main, like, side obstacle was uh, he had to kiss a girl. Fear of kissing a girl. That was, like, the, his biggest fear. Yeah. And they played it up like it was a fucking mission that was unbeatable. And but this was wrong. So so they have like three essentially missions, uh, to borrow a term, that they had to uh, execute. Three things you got to get through and then you kind of win the game or whatever. Yeah. And the second one is this guy was afraid to kiss a girl. And it's this big thing. And then at the end, the guy kisses a girl and he's like, I'm not going to make a sa- the same mistake that guy made. And he kisses a girl. But the whole movie, that guy was so fucking thirsty. I didn't think that guy was afraid to kiss a girl. If anything, I that guy was borderline problematic. I think he was going <laughs> to grab this poor girl during the fucking thing because he says, meet, "I love you." Like he says, four I love seconds you after meeting, so her. early. I'm yeah. like, dude, fucking Ted Mosby over here. Relax. <laughs> yeah, he says, "I love you" so fucking fast. You think the guys uh, who say "I love you" right off the bat aren't trying to kiss? You got another thing coming because those guys are trying to kiss. And the guy who said it, the main character, is the most knockoff Miles Teller that I've ever seen in my life. I know. He's a mix between Miles Teller and, uh, fuck, uh, in one of the bad guys from a recent thing, and I couldn't place my finger on who it was. You know who it was? It was, so he's a, he's a mix of Miles Teller and the guy from, um, from twenty four something Heller, who's the one of the one of the henchmen in the new Spider Man movie. You know that guy, no. the guy who was uh, he was bootleg uh, Tom Hardy in the Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say that he kind of looks kinda like a mix of Tom face. Hardy, yeah. and Miles Teller. No, so no, he looks like Miles Te- a mix of Miles Teller and bootleg <laughs> Tom Hardy. So he himself is bootleg Miles Teller and, and bootleg, bootleg bootleg Tom yeah. Hardy. Yeah, okay. Boutros Boutros Golly over here. <laughs> Got that double bootleg. No, I'm saying Budo Budo Butros Butros. You ever see Ali G when he has Butros Butros Gali? <laughs> he interviews Butros Gali, Butros Butros Gali, and he's like, "All right, wicked. My next guest in oh, yeah, is yeah. Uh, Butros 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 Gali." And he's oh, he calls him Butros 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 Gali. And then when he signs off, he's like, "All right, big ups. I'm sorry, I can't do an Ali." Uh, 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 an Ali G. I can do a great Bruno, but I can't do. Uh, and you don't want to hear a Borat because everyone fucking has yes. a Borat. But he's like, uh, my wife. He's like, all right, my man. Uh, Boutros, 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 Kali. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Ali G, this could take a turn because we could do a lot of. Want to just. Nope. N- you know, at some point we'll do an <laughs> Ali do G. Episode. Nope. <laughs> Did you like Ali G? Uh, I didn't really get into it. Oh, I've I had seen, the DVDs. I've seen the YouTubes. That's all. Oh wow, yeah, we had the DVDs in college. We had everything fucking memorized. Uh, he, uh, so one of our friends, uh, Field Yates, is betrothed. Mm-hmm. He's getting married. Sure and is. He was saying uh, he can't wait until he gets married so he can say my wife. And a cool thing is that Borat is for sure out. Yeah, and it like that will out. My wife will forever be in. I every wedding I've attended for the last like five years, it just goes without saying. As soon as a guy gets married, they during the reception they keep saying "my wife," and (laughs) And it will never not be funny. And it's an acceptable thing. Honestly, it's like a free 
area where it's okay to play uh, You Make My Dreams on the jukebox. Where, like, you play You Make My Dreams on the jukebox and everyone's like, yeah, way to fucking go. Pete, get over here. Pete, Pete, Pete. Hosting you up on, the, hoisting you up on their shoulders. Like, it's awesome. It's it's uh, added to the, to the list of reasons why I think I'm getting married. <laughs> okay. The hashtag and the Borat voice. <laughs> Working on a good list here. We should ha- keep a running thing of uh, reasons to get married. Reasons why DJ has decided. I'm going to call my mom, give her the old, like Michael Scott, when he calls uh, his mom all the time. Mom, I'm getting married. No, you're not. <laughs> How come you never believe anyone? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> and then he hangs up on her. She's like, she's like, "Are you actually getting married?" Nope. It was a goop. And then he hangs up on her. Michael Scott ruled. You want to do he a Michael Scott episode? Yeah, definitely. At some point, we know the Office is something like boy bands that we haven't jumped into because we're like. We're all borderline saving it for marriage. We're saving it for yeah, a the big, perfect. monumental episode. Yeah. I think that we, we... I mean, like, that's... We did the same thing with Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Like, you, you you don't talk about it and, like, glaze over it. Right. You have to dedicate yourself to it. Maybe when Heim's in town, we can finally do the boy band episode. Yes. That would be great. They... There's no way that they, as people, would be opposed. It's got to be their fucking... Their people who wouldn't let us do it. Got to get to them, get to them directly. Well... I don't think Esty checks Twitter because she still follows me. So that suggests she for sure doesn't check Twitter. Uh, She doesn't tweet a lot. So I feel like if I did DM her, she might not see it. But she doesn't follow a lot of people. So maybe she would see it like a month later. Maybe I'll just jump on it now. Do it. Do you know that Haim is playing multiple shows in uh, Minneapolis? Really? They're only playing one show here and they're playing multiple shows in Minneapolis. That's upsetting. Yeah. I don't Crazy. like that. Um, but apparently, it's because they've never been there before. Oh, so it's yeah, it's not that special. It's Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis made a good impression on me. But again, it you was, just stayed in a mall the entire week, the <laughs> right? But it it could be the fucking Burlington Mall, and I would be, like you spent a whole week in a mall. You're like, man, this, this is a good mall. This is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, what did you? Uh, any other thoughts on uh, Ready Player One? Um, you said that it was better than the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's insane. Definitely. And the Lord of the Rings a, franchise. That's not a Neighbors is better than the Godfather take. Just to piss people off. I have seen the Lord of the Rings franchise, and I've seen Ready Player One for sure. Yeah, give me Ready that's Player so One wrong. any day. No, it's I. I didn't like Ready Player One. Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah, but it is for sure not better than Lord of the Rings. Do you like yes, Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings is a good franchise. Why? It is. What do they do? It is. Uh, it's. Probably the best trilogy, like of uh, the 21st century. Excuse you. Of the 21st century, what else is better? I would say Toy it's, Story. That started before the 21st century. I don't think that. Any, eh, are you sure? Yeah, it started like in early 90s. Yeah, I guess that's what the 20th century was. Yes, um, uh, I would say that it's Lord of the Rings. John then, Wick's gonna be better once it drops that third one. I do, I do agree with that. I think that that's that John Wick has the potential to be the best trilogy of the 21st century. But I also think Planet of the Apes is unbelievable. I, I, would, uh, I only, put that up there. I only enjoyed one of the three movies, Planet of the Apes. Of uh, no, Lord of the Rings, the third one. Third one's really good. Uh, that's because just because it's a. It's like a battle for like right, three hours. Right. Yeah. Uh, the first one's really good. I thought. Yeah. The second one's a lot of walking. Yeah. The second one sucked. Oh my it's god! A lot the of second walking. one sucked. I was pissed, and it it came out when I was in either I think middle school, and I remember it came out. We had a half day, and it was like, all right, we're gonna go see Lord of the Rings two, 
the fucking the walk and <laughs> i was like the oh, walk and well, talk i didn't really love the first one but okay guys let's do it and the second the movie started i was like oh no well that's the, that's gotta be the worst feeling in the world because buckle up because, pal. Like, if, yeah because if you don't like it in the first five minutes don't worry there's only 400 more minutes yes. of it to go that, those fucking things they are, are long. so long and ready player one was long but it didn't feel long ready player one was over two hours really yeah Okay, so I'll give the credit for that. It did not feel like two hours. But there were like a lot of absolutely ridiculous parts of that movie that I was just like, oh my god, this movie is so fucking silly. Like, Ben Mendelsohn's character was so lame. Uh, uh, was he the bad guy? Yeah. Yeah. He was really lame. Uh, there was like a part of the movie where uh, they were on like a stealth mission. And, <laughs> yes. and like somebody there like sneaks the, behind like a bunch of people. The nerds didn't like me there. I was overtly uh, <laughs> there was like objecting. F- five or six people in a room and like one of the one of the good guys snuck behind them. Yeah. And it was like it's just a person running across a room where there's five or six people in it. Not they carpeted. Absolutely. She's wearing shoes. Them. Yes. Like a lot of like Yes. Probably going on behind you, and uh, it all ends with her pushing a door open yeah. and leaving. And they yeah. never turn around no. and be like, "Yo, why did that door just open?" Yeah. Uh, so not I'd... like like a not like a soft push and like sneak through no. the crack. It was like a boom. Yeah, I uh, I gave it. Uh, I did the anti Markel Fultz. I threw both of my hands above my head, okay. and, which stinks. That's a reference you can't really make anymore because Mark Fultz is playing basketball again. Yeah, but he's also uh, breaking his own teammates' eye sockets. Yes, his face is messed up. That's Joel Embiid. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for Fultz, though. Fultz, I don't know if you saw when he played the other night. He came in. Everyone cheered for him, brought the ball up the court, was like a rabid dog, just like went too fast, lost the ball, gave it away immediately. Then fouled right after. It was it was not good. Bought my first uh, basketball jersey of the year. I'm very basketball excited about it. jersey buying season. Yeah, baby. Which technically for me actually hasn't ended because as long as Jason new Jason playing. Tatum yeah. jerseys come out, I automatically buy them. But you did the real basketball jersey buying season. Sure did. Bought a new Giannis jersey. And you did a great move, which was uh, so you said you're like, yo, I got a Giannis jersey, and I was like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Awesome. Which one? Uh, yeah, you got the throwback. Yeah, you said, which one? I sent yeah. you the picture. I'm assuming this is what you're getting to. Yeah. I sent you a picture, a screen, screenshot of it. It was uh, from the legitimate NBA store.com. I was like, ooh, you spent you that get, coin. Yeah, and I was like, no. I, I got it from China, yeah. as I always do. Yo. And you thought that that was a purposeful move to deceive everybody to think that I make them buy, that I buy them from the NBA store. Honestly, if somebody asked me, hey, what is your Jason Tatum jersey look like? I 1 million percent would get to the, the NBA store because it does look like that. I'm not fucking lying. Right. I mean, like, I didn't I didn't do it to deceive you. I was, I just, I But I told you it. after, I was like, if you didn't do that to deceive me, from now on, please do start that. doing that. I just, I Googled uh, Giannis throwback and uh, the image that I clicked on happened to be from the NBA You're going to be so. hot shit in that Giannis thing because it's he fucking, is a darling of the world is. after the 60, 60 minutes. minutes. Yeah, because Stormy Daniels didn't give people what they wanted, but boy, oh boy, Giannis, Giannis did. did. Uh, yeah, that that feature is actually what made me pull the trigger on that jersey. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it for Ready Player One talk, but uh, I want to get to more... No, it's not. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. I will say, uh, how'd you think Lena was in it? Because Le- Lena, I thought Lena was great. I thought she was fine. Like, I didn't think the acting was that good from anybody in that movie. 
Oh God! I know. I don't want to. I mean, like, yeah, I, that's problematic. Get I, off. Get I off. don't want to say anything bad about Lena. Like, hey, I, buddy I, boy, you want rude? I'll give you. So rude. you know what I'll say? I think I think she did the best that she could. Uh, so like, given the movie, yes, and I'm like, I'm assuming that that was a pretty probably a she pretty was kind difficult of the hero of it too. Which and is cool. and I'm assuming that's a, that's probably a pretty difficult movie to make because it's so CGI and effects heavy. Yeah, that like they were probably just fucking filming scenes in rooms full of green. Oh yeah, that's true. Like in Master of None, when they're yeah. on the, like the swivel chairs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll also also say that movie was awesome visually. It was great. Yeah. What? Well, I'm just thinking. I'm like, well, we're cutting this out because I won't have a fucking negative word about <laughs> Lena. Um, we'll get to. Uh, I want to get to a little bit more video game talk after this, but we have some reviews. So, uh, Dilly Dilly by Shell Mort. Great podcast that will keep you listening. I started listening uh, about a year or two ago after my cousin's cousin was on the show and posted about it on Twitter. Thank you, Kellen. Entertaining podcast. Would recommend. Ooh, brag much. Uh, well, we're Name brothers with Kellen, cousin. so yeah. Uh, damn it, Jin Yang says CJJ. I like listening to brunch. Just kidding, there's more. I've been on board since August, and it's become a regular staple of my Monday-Friday commute to class. Sure, hearing them talk about rap makes me cringe. Problematic. Uh But they make up for it with their charm and chemistry with one another. When China slash DPRK slash Iran slash Russia wipes out our grid, I will definitely miss brunch the most. Hey, uh, that's not funny. Did you see, by the way, that uh, what... Did you see what uh, happened? Or no. it was like news that they dug, that that uh, came to light in 2016. I think it was Russian hackers sent the U.S. screen grabs of themselves having successfully hacked into the grid. That's fucking terrifying. Yes. So they so folks, we fucking defunded uh, all of these programs that could have uh, re-engineered the grid and kept our infrastructure safe. But we are now at a point where someone can fucking just turn it all off and break it if they want to. The only thing that that is lacking right now is it being the right person with the right political motivation. So the United States real fucking good guys. The United States is 100 percent becoming a Black Mirror episode at one point. And I know that you don't really get yeah, that because no, you don't I, watch Black Mirror. But no, like, I get it. That's why I don't watch Black Mirror because I said, hey, what's Black Mirror about? And they're like, ooh, it's about scary technology stuff. And I said, deed out. That's why I really want to do like a Black Mirror series because I know that nobody would be bothered by Black Mirror more than you. Like, yeah. you, like you would lose sleep. I'd be like, you don't get it, guys. Every- you think it's a fucking show. <laughs> you would have to watch one episode at a time because like you'd be so fucking upset after watching every episode that you would like need time to decompress. Dude, I was upset after seeing, have you seen uh, The Big Short? No. So The Big Short is about the... Uh, Housing crisis. Right. The... And... The whole thing is about how someone saw it coming and people saw it coming and they said this is going to happen and a bunch of important people, people in positions of power said, well, it's never happened before, so therefore they just fucking overlooked it and they let it happen. I came away from that, like I, my dad was like, uh, my dad saw it too and he was like, hey, so what did you think of the the big short? And I was like the grid and he was like never mind okay no okay another one of his grid things i want to know why they keep making those fucking robot dogs and keep giving them more fucking <laughs> special abilities like 
what's wrong with you and they, people? And they do it like they're showing off. They're yeah. like, now look what they can do. We're like, yeah, kill us. <laughs> yeah. We know that we know where these this is going. Can kill us. Uh, they made a black episode, Black Mirror episode. Uh, problematic. <laughs> There is a black episode of Black Mirror. It's called okay. Black Museum. Okay. And it's really good. Nice. Um, but there is a uh, there is a Black Mirror episode specifically about those Boston Robotics dogs. Yeah. And how they're killing everybody. Well, that's going to happen. And I know. And, like, they see that. They make this piece of pop culture. And the Boston Robotics people are being like, well, now the dogs can help each other. They're opening doors and shit. Uh, soon they're going to give each other guns. Well, speaking of technology, you came up with a million dollar idea. Hit it. Uh, hey Siri, subscribe me to the Brunch Podcast. Just to confirm, would you like to subscribe to the podcast Brunch by Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean? That's a yes. So here's the trick. You guys got to put this episode on at a party. I know I am. Put put this episode on at a party, put it on your playlist, (laughs) and you're going to subscribe a lot of people to the podcast. It's going to help us a lot. Really appreciate it, fellas. Yeah, Ladies. you don't have to go to the Apple uh, the Apple Store and subscribe on the dummy phones anymore. Just uh, hold a party at your place. Yeah, turn the speakers up and let it rip. Uh, we should actually make a quick little YouTube video that uh, we can thunder people with it, and maybe they can accidentally play it at their work. And be like, "Hey, check out this cool thing," and then you play it, and it's way too loud, and it's like, "Hey Siri, subscribe <laughs> me to that," and everybody in the office is like, "What's that?" Okay. We should make a we should make a cover of Thunder, but the lyrics are just "Hey Siri, subscribe to the Brunch Podcast." Yes, <laughs> be great. I think uh, that would be terrific. So, speaking of video games and Ready Player One, Uh-oh. I became a big video game. You're guy. a gamer. You are for sure a gamer. I am, but I'm like a I'm a very casual gamer most of the time. Like I play sports games, and that's about it. Mm, I gotcha. just kind of kill some kill some free time with a mm. uh, with a season in NHL or a season in NBA. And, uh, like, I don't play online or anything. Like, yeah. I don't play competitively. I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, like, uh, I didn't really get into Fortnite, which everybody's draining I still D's. don't know what it is. Um, you'll find out in, like, three years. That's what happened with you in Rocket League. Yeah, I was in on Rocket <laughs> Everybody League Everybody like was out of Rocket League for, like, a year, and you were like, hey, did you hear about this new Rocket game? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, three years ago. It took me uh, forever to... By the time I learned what the name of Rocket League was, I no longer cared about Rocket League. <laughs> Uh, but I'm now becoming a video game guy, and as such, my new goal in life is to turn you into a video game guy. It's possible. I've got a PS4 in do my you, life. Do you really? Yeah. At your house? Yeah. You have one? Yeah. Just, Did you buy one? No, it's my roommate's. Okay. Yeah. I just... But he's like, hey, what game should we get? And I'm like, oh, all like, I can't name a fucking <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, well, I'll give you one. Far Cry 5. Yeah. I bought that this week, and mm-hmm. I know it sounds like I hate the fact that like that's like the thing that I want to introduce you to because yeah. it's named Five, okay. and that's always a bad idea when yeah. you're in, when you're like introducing a material to somebody and you're like this thing Five. Yeah, uh, but it is awesome, and I want you to play it with me. How do you do it? It's uh, it's just like an open world game. You kind of do whatever you it's want. Like the Oasis, yeah, like in uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, you you shoot some peoples, you hunts. You fishes, hmm. you have adventures. Can with you your play buddies. video games in it? You can. Yeah, yeah, you actually can. So you can like so as a video game guy, you can sit down and fucking power on the old Xbox and then play some video games. You can power on. Uh, you can power on your PS4, mm. and then you can boot up the game 
and then you can use your character to play more video games inside that game. Interesting. Um, I want to get... I, they, they make a Super Nintendo now. Can I just do that? No, don't do that. Uh, but I, I'm pretty... Why po- aren't those... Re- are, are those reissue things popular? I feel like they're not. Not really. Yeah, why wouldn't those catch on? Because all the new games are great, and all the old games are not that cool. It's... I'm waiting... Are they ever going to make uh, N64 reissue? I if hope they so, do that with N64, GoldenEye, yeah. then fucking N64 had, had the jams, for yeah. sure. Um, I was a big I, uh, Super Nintendo guy. I, yeah. I was never the, in the Sega family, although I thought the Sega Dreamcast that was, was my, great. That was my... Uh, Sega was my... Sega Genesis was my first system. And Game Gear rule. Did they reissue Game Gear? I feel like they may I have. have no idea. I don't even know what Game Gear is. Game Gear was uh, Sega's version of Game Boy. Oh, okay. No, I didn't have And that. I had a Game Boy, I but my friend Mike had Game Gear, and that was awesome. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that I can do it, because there have been so many times in the history of this podcast where you say you're out on something, and then, like, a couple years later, Pretty right back guaranteed in. that I'm going to be, yeah. <laughs> I have a very... A couple obs- years ago, I was probably saying that I was out on marriage. Now, here I am, ready to... I bet if we consulted the, the tapes, plunge. we'd find it. Um, but... I'm. I have a very obsessive personality, mm-hmm. and so it's the I, only good kind of personality. I know. I fucking. It, it, someone was giving me shit for anything. that. Someone was like was talking to me about that a while ago. Like it was like my fucking problem, and I was like, "Oh, you don't fucking care about anything. You you suck, you idiot." Right. I I I hate to be somebody who's like, "I'm gonna care about this," and then just like only care about it a little. Yeah. Go no, all the fucking yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's the people that uh, that's like the people who do the Oscars or do movies. And they, like, care about the Oscars, but they've only seen 30% of the movies. So basically me every year other than this year. Yeah, like, I never fucking watched the Oscars because it didn't apply to me. I didn't see those fucking things. Like, I didn't understand how people would have fucking Oscar parties. And I'm supposed to go there, and I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And nobody, neither does really anybody else. And we're just sitting there like idiots. Get out of here. Now? Now that I see all the shit? Yeah. Yeah, you bet your (laughs) bippy I'm watching the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, So... Now I'm like entering into like a I think I'm gonna try a lot of video games phase and also it's like it's very helpful because video games are sort of expensive mm-hmm. like sixty bucks a pop but the way that I justify it is I'm trying to save money uh, because hey spoiler I'm moving out of my house ooh boy. yeah that stinks I know uh, but I'm trying to save some money so I figure hey I'll spend fifty I'll spend sixty dollars on this video game and. It'll make me stay in. That and keeps play you it. in. That's actually a really good. I was gonna say like games are expensive, dummy, but that's actually really smart. As long as you're staying in. If I'm buying the right games, where like they have a little bit of longevity, and I don't have to fucking buy a new game to make up for the last game that I bought that sucks. Yeah. Uh, then like if you buy a game that has hours of playing time and you, that you enjoy, yeah, you'll stay in and play it. And you, so it's a money saving tactic. You know what's becoming a small little vice of mine is. Um, I think I'm slowly getting it. I'll never be a full-blown sneakers guy, but like I like having different Air Force Ones, mm. getting them in different colors. They're I I've also thought about that, and I did buy uh like my first. I bought my first like I'm gonna seek out this yeah. pair of shoes, the whatevers. Yeah, yeah, and so I did that for the first time. Usually, I'm like. I need new shoes. I'll go to this department store and see what they've got, and I'll pick right. the best one on display. Um, but this, before I went to California, I was like, I need a new pair of shoes. So I went online and I did the, like the whole fucking. I got the world at my uh, disposal. I'll pick whatever fucking shoes that I want. Yeah. So I did that, and I can see how people are fucking addicted to that. 
I um, there are so many shoes that I wanted. I'm for sure gonna get the if and when they ever go on sale. I'm gonna get the uh, Toy Story. I Kyrie's. want those so bad. Those are amazing, and they don't fucking go. They They're can't like go with anything. Sixty dollars. Yeah, Kyrie's the man. Yeah, they don't go with anything, but they stand out so much that it doesn't matter. Yeah, because people would just be like, "Wow, that dude's fucking cool. He has Toy Story shoes." Um, Speaking of travel. So I, next week, had a trip to London booked. Very exciting. I never told work about it. Forgot to tell work about it. And, like, a million things just fell through there. And I haven't canceled it yet because once I cancel it, then it's fucking real. Then you're for sure not going to London. Then it's, like, I like in the back of my head, I'm like... Maybe I'll, I'll go probably to London. go to London. It's like, no, you are working these days next week. And you can't. And I'm like, eh, maybe I'll go to London. But, yeah, that's thanks to, like, have a... I was looking forward to that. You've been talking about this London trip forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's uh it's a hilarious amount of everything going wrong. <laughs> Namely me not telling work that it's, I was going to London. I uh, how expensive is it going to be if you cancel? Uh I eat the so I bought the flights forever ago and it was 350 round trip. So you eat the 350? Yeah. Um, so it's that's still it's, a tough hit to eat 350. I know, not good. I actually, I was on the phone with uh, the airline trying to see if I could rebook something else and then do whatever. But there's like a fucking rebooking fee, and it would just. So I think I'm just. This is the DG's 300. Did, did I? Like I, I can't tell if I heard this somewhere else or this is an actual conversation that I had recently. But like, airlines are the most fucking corrupt thing in the world like why Probably they kill dogs that that for sure but like why is it so difficult to change uh, a flight i know or like why is it so, why is a uh, plane ticket so fucking no this is a conversation that i had in my actual real life because um like to rebook a flight they charge you like 350 dollars yeah. uh and to even like change a passenger's a guest's name right that's like 350 dollars why would that fucking matter Really? You, yeah. yeah like, so, so I couldn't it, even give this to somebody? Yeah. So, like, you could not gift that to somebody because the name on the ticket, you have to pay, like, 350 bucks or 400 bucks to change the name on the ticket. Huh. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Jesus. Yeah, that stinks. Well, I think it's just, it's the height of they've got you by the balls because nobody really else is. can fucking fly you somewhere other than right. airlines. And it's, and I don't think that so it, far. has it really ever been, like, different like there, no, I don't nobody's think so. come along and been like maybe for like the first twenty years of airlines existing, they didn't realize that that like what supply and demand was. Right. So they were like, "Hey, uh, thanks for flying with us. Oh, uh, by the way, is it okay that if I if I don't take this flight and I take the one tomorrow?" And they're like, "But you'll you'll still fly with us." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then after like 20 years, they were like, wait a second. These fuckers need us. No, $900. And give us your dog. Right. <laughs> Here, we want to do something with it. Where are you putting it? 